You're listening to An Ounce, Season 2, Episode 13, I Don't Know. You are listening to An Ounce, a podcast providing inspiration, ideas, and wisdom through engaging stories, commentary, and interviews so you can live life better. Hey, Jim Fugate here, and it's my privilege to share an ounce with you. Back in the early 1980s, I began training as a firefighter. A training session on searching buildings for victims taught me a great life lesson. The scenario put two firefighters together to search a home and find the victim. My partner in this experience was a big Texan with even bigger feet. This exercise was meant to be as authentic as it was strenuous. And it is one of the most humbling and illuminating experiences I've had. Illuminating because of what I was able to learn. To add to the realism of our search for a victim, we wore a full set of firefighting protective clothing and gear. This consisted of heavy fire-resistant coat and pants, heavy boots, thick gloves, and a fire helmet. We each wore self-contained breathing apparatus, or SCBA, with the face piece completely blacked out so we couldn't see a thing. And while our SCBA provided us a safe, breathable air supply for about 20 minutes, it also hampered communication. The noise of air rushing through a regulator and hoses from a large metal air tank on your back filled your ears, and the bulky plastic and rubber face piece had a strong muffling effect on the voice. In total, we were wearing about 65 pounds of extra insulation and bulk. We entered the structure full of confidence and began our search. We were completely blind, effectively deaf, and crawling on our hands and knees to stay below the heat and smoke. But we were sure of our abilities to find that 150-pound dummy, that victim, and drag it out to safety. After ten minutes and a full search on the ground floor, there was nothing to find, so up the stairs to the second floor we went. About halfway through the search of the upper floor, we entered a small room. Strangely, this tiny little room seemed to transform into the largest space I'd ever entered. It went on forever. Every five to six feet there was another turn, and yet we never found the end of the room. We must have been in there for three minutes or more, which seems like an eternity when you've already burned through three quarters of your 20-minute air supply. And through the din of rushing air and our attempts to communicate through our bulky SCBA face pieces, the piercing voice of our instructor assaulted our ears. What the... Insert an expletive here. Are you bozos doing, he hollered. Slow down and think about it for a minute. Where are you? You need to figure this out or you're both going to die and your victim's going to die too. We were disoriented, confused, and exhausted. The additional sound of loud bells ringing to warn us we were almost out of air isolated us even more completely inside the gear we wore to keep us safe. We had no idea what had gone wrong. We had not found our victim and we were completely lost inside a tiny, but at the same time, giant space that just never seemed to end. What the... Insert an expletive or two of your choice here. Are you doing? The instructor asked. We gave up, sat back on our haunches, and said, looking blindly up to the sound of our instructor's booming and disapproving voice, said, I don't know. We had rushed in, full of confidence, sure of our success, and we had expertly searched the entire lower floor and half of the top floor. And now we were about to die as we ran out of air, unable to rescue the victim or even save ourselves. We knelt, 
confused, drenched in sweat, blind, deaf, and lost in a tiny room. Mercifully, we were told to shut off our SCBA and pull off our face pieces and look. We knelt there, dripping wet and silent. We were in a tiny, windowless bathroom that we had orbited over and over and over again, but through our thick gear and the noise, we were not able to recognize a tub, a toilet, a sink, or a merciful, life-saving doorknob to get out of that endless maze. What the heck happened? As my partner crawled through the doorway behind me, his big Texas boot unknowingly tipped the door tightly shut behind us, and the rookie, not really knowing what I was doing but trying very hard, somehow I never found that doorknob to open to get us back out. In our lives, we can often get lost in the din. We may begin with a positive attitude, excitement, and confidence that we know exactly what to do. Yet we often find ourselves on our knees and without a clue. When life gets like this, we need to have a little humility and stop, take off the blinders, and ask for help. Seek to understand and listen. So, here's the ounce. Be willing to admit you don't know. It is the first step to gaining a better understanding. Ask for help. Find an expert. Being humble enough to realize that you don't know and you need to learn is vital. It may be the only thing that can help you turn a failure into a success, and it might save your life. And that's it. An ounce submitted for your consideration. On our next episode, we'll explore one of the most shocking events in U.S. history. More than 1,000 people died that day. Seldom has there been a loss this great outside of a war, and most people never heard anything about it. To find out more, listen in for this astounding true story you never heard. I'm Jim Fugate, and I'll catch you next time. That's an ounce for now. Thanks for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Listen again for more information, ideas, and wisdom an ounce at a time. Quick, what's the melting temperature of boron? 3,769 degrees Fahrenheit. What's the friction loss in 200 feet of 2.5 inch hose flowing 100 gallons per minute up a 10 foot incline? Are there any appliances? No. 9 PSI. What chapter in the International Fire Code covers egress? Chapter 10. When's our anniversary? Um, I don't know. That's what I thought. Dang it. Hey, check out our YouTube videos at youtube.com forward slash at an ounce podcast. That's youtube.com forward slash at symbol an ounce podcast.